Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 20. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. The computer system crashes. Does the rest of the ship keep power? Yeah, the rest of the ship still has power. The computer system comes, I don't want to say comes back. It seems like it's stuck on a blue screen of death kind of situation. All right. Is this ship flyable? I will need a two purple mechanics check to assess this. I will use my second wind and get some of my strain back. I will have success with one threat. Here's the situation. You think the ship is flyable, but it's probably not space-worthy right now, but you could fly it in atmosphere. It's going to take a little bit of work, but you've got a really nice toolkit. Is there space for the vulture bike to come up into this room? The difficulty is getting it into, like, through the door. Now, you said that this door, a hydralisk could fit through. Could, like, squeeze through. Yes. But a hydralisk can, like, bend and move. A vulture bike generally cannot. So that's, it'd be a little tricky. You might have to like disassemble the bike a little bit. That was going to be my next question. There's no sidecar or anything. There's no sidecar. We can't put it on the Vulture bike rack on the side of the ship. You know, they didn't put that in. You just attach the science vessel to be the sidecar. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So with some tinkering, you might be able to do it. All right, this is what I'm thinking. We load the Vulture bike into the ship. We get the ship going, and we fly the ship close, but not to Legion's compound. Okay. Then we can escort her here and see if she can get anything else out of these systems. I think that's better than us trying to pull out part of this mainframe and hope it's the right one. Okay. I am curious whether this ship contains, since I've heard that science vessels are excellent sensor things, does this ship have the sort of antenna type things for boosting comms that- Uh, give me a two purple knowledge Terran check. Yeah, and did were you, you gonna try to do deal with the tracker here or That's what I was thinking is if this had a way to boost comms, then I could try calling Neiman from here. Okay. Um I have a success with an advantage. Yes, this ship could boost comms, actually. When you're like in the ship. You can probably call anyone Yeah, you can you can make calls, I will say. That's just easier. Alright. You have an advantage. You also realize there are like surveillance cameras inside the ship that are active. Do they have logs? If the computers were working, you could probably access that. Well, I guess if they're active, but the computers aren't working, then they're not really saving records. You don't know how disconnected those systems are. The main computer systems is the obvious way to uh, interface with them. You might be able to like splice in and do something. You're not sure. Okay. Do I think this ship is currently transmitting anything anywhere? What skill would you like to use to assess this? I feel like this is a computers thing. Yeah. Okay, give me a two purple computers. Success with one threat. You don't think it's transmitting right now, but you think it sends regular updates. Somewhere. You don't know when the next one is scheduled. Do I know what coordinates they're being sent to? No, they're just being broadcast out. Okay. And in some encrypted fashion. Like, you know it's being sent though, so... But I don't know what schedule. You don't know what schedule. So you don't know if it's like weekly, if it's every hour. You don't know if it's eminent. Okay. But it has been sending regular updates for at least the last couple of weeks. Do I have any sense of what volume of information it can send? I would say not a huge amount. 
So it's not like it can send, here's all of the security logs from like everything we recorded for a week. Now we're shipping it. Well, the security cameras are like motion activated. So you only, it'll take like a one minute snap when there's motion. Is it recording audio too, or just video? I will say no, it's not recording audio as far as you can tell. And are there cameras pointed outside also? Yeah, there's a full sensor suite outside as well. Okay. Whenever the next packet gets sent out, they'll be like, oh crap, our hydralisk was killed. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. But if there's not audio, then um, Imogen's next act will be to try to place a call to Neiman. Okay. I will say you do need an easy computer's check to boost the signal enough to make it work. Then I say I'm going to go get the bike. Lily, you're going to try to get the bike in. Yeah, I'll see if it comes in. I'll at least bring it closer. Okay. You drive it up real close and you can tell like you're going to have to do something to this bike to get it in. You might be able to shove it through. There's a risk of damaging the bike. Mm-hmm. You might be able to just disassemble it, but then you got to reassemble it. Yeah, how hard can disassembling it be? Eh, it's just a matter of like making sure you got all the pieces when you want to put it back together. You can borrow the toolkit. All right, then I'll take the toolkit and I'll try to disassemble it. Okay. Assuming a... that I probably won't have to reassemble it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a two purple mechanics check and you can get a blue die from the toolkit plus all your other blue and black dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snowball hands you a wrench. Yeah. The, the unknown is the engineer zerg. Yeah. Five advantages, three failures. You start taking pieces off, but you realize like this is just not, you don't think this is going to work well. You don't have the plans, you don't have the designs. I'm not taking off pieces that help it fit. Yeah, you're like, taking off the pieces that are important to you. Like you take out the gas can so it doesn't explode. That's a plus. Yeah. Take off the fuzzy dice. Yes. So you're not sure that this is going to work. And once you disassemble it, like you'll have to move the pieces manually. You won't be able to turn it on anymore. But you get enough pieces off that you might be able to shove it through. But that would take a two purple and a black athletics check. Oh, I could do that. But you can use some of those advantages as blue dice. Three advantages can give you two blue dice. And then I could use the other two to heal strain. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. I mean, you're working on old red. It's nice. And yeah. it feels so much better to be physically moving it than trying to take it apart. Well, I feel better just paying attention to old red. And I know that if I scratch the paint, Lee June has more. Yeah. Okay. Two successes, one advantage. A little tight, but you managed to roll it right up without scraping the paint at all. And that makes me feel better. So then I'm starting to relax a little. Yeah. It does take up a lot of space in the uh, like main work area, the main room. Like it's not designed to have a vehicle inside of it. It should because it's a nice vulture bike. It's a nice size. Yeah. Very few people. With a significant amount of remodeling, maybe you could have it like roll just up the ramp. But that would be tough to do. Right. Imogen, you were making a phone call. Yes. How'd that computer's check go? It does not work. You try getting through and like it just crackles for a second. You hear hello, hello, but it's not, it's just not enough to boost the signal. The antenna on this uh, science vessel isn't working properly. Is that something that I can like crawl up onto the roof and mechanics to fix? You might be able to. All right. Give me the tools, get back. You going outside? I got to fix the antenna on this thing. Okay, then I will guard. I will stand guard outside. First, I need you to boost me up. Then I will shove Imogen up the side of the thing. Give me an easy athletics check to get up there and take a blue die from Lily boosting you up. But I'm tall, don't forget. She is tall. And strong. Success with advantage. She gets you up to a good perch. It is a short fall if you, you know, fall off the top without grabbing anything safe, but that's not too bad. Are you doing anything with that advantage? You can recover strain if you want. You were down quite a bit, I recall. Most of my strain was from being freaked out about the thing I forgot why it was in my neck. Why don't we do your mechanics check up there first? Two purples. Three success, one threat. Okay, you take a little strain. You do manage to realign the dish. It was just like a little knocked off kilter. 
and had not been properly set up. So you can make your check again here, your computer's check again. And Lily, why don't you give me a two purple vigilance check while you're in there? Because okay. you're still just kind of amped up. Hmm. Is there any zero ground? Anything? No? No? Over there? Maybe over there. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Um, now that I have a quiet moment. Two successes, two threats. Take two strain, as you do see Azur kind of like cresting, uh, coming up the ramp to where you are. Okay. However, it's not a Zergling, it's not a Hydralis, it's small kind of Zerg, low to the ground. It has, imagine like a, a Stingray, but it is technically on legs, walking. It's got kind of like wing-like things. Mm-hmm. And two little arms out the front that got big like grabber claws. The whole thing itself is larger than a Zergling, but it's moving rather slow, and it's actually not covered in teeth. Or claws. It just has two, like, grabber claws out front. And it's coming up the ramp of the... It's coming up the ramp of, like, to the mesa where the science vessel is. Not the ramp to the science vessel. Right? Okay. And it's it's coming towards us? It is definitely coming towards you. Like, this thing doesn't look like it can run. Right. But it is moving in your general direction. Give me an easy knowledge search check. Two advantages. You're not sure what this is, but it doesn't look dangerous. Okay. So you can take two strain back if you like. Yeah, and it's it's not coming that fast. No, I mean, it's moving, but it's it's like a person walking quickly. Okay, so it's not super fast. Okay, um, Imogen, we got something coming up. Imogen, you were just about to make a phone call. Yeah, just, just, a, just a minute. Okay, I point my gun at it. Do I get a blue dye for having fixed the antenna? Yeah, sure. Two success, two advantage. Okay, you are able to connect... You're outside the science vessel, pointing the dish up into space. Sitting there with, like, the dish, like, attached to my sat phone here. Yeah, you're kind of angling it the right way. Uh, hello! Oh, Imogen, how are you doing? I got some questions for you. Had you told him that you knew another Zerg researcher? I told him that we were collecting a specimen for a Zerg researcher. Okay. And, like, when he had said he found out about the bit by hacking somebody, he was like, and if it was you, sorry, haha. Yeah. And I had asked about putting him in touch with the other researcher, which is why he ultimately gave me the secure comm. Right. So at this point, I am going to flat out ask him, did you know that there was a tracker in the comm that you gave me? Tracker! Uh, it's a regular routine precaution. Uh, very sorry, those kind of things are just standard issue. I've been tracked my whole life, so... So, you track everyone else, too? Well, just the comm happens to have a tracker. All the comms I have, have trackers. It'd be extra work to try to rip out or remove the trackers. Can I make some sort of vigilance roll or something? Yeah. I don't know if he's lying to me or not. Okay, two purples and a red. All I have is advantages, two advantages. He sounds like a little flustered. Offended is too strong a word, but it, you can't assess. It seems like it's not a big deal. If he's being disingenuous, it, that is his, that's the best read you can get from him. Is though like, look, these are just the comms that I have. It's got a tracker. Okay, whatever. Like, doesn't every comm have a tracker? Okay. That's, that seems to be. Every commie? Yes. <laughs> Were you able to get your uh, samples to your researcher friend? I was. Well, that is good. And she'd like to collaborate with you. She'd like to collaborate, really? She it's was... like a blind date. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is she now? Oh, I think you know who she is. Uh, it's not... Is it Lily? Lily's not the one whose computer is yet hacked to get the location of the server from. Uh, truthfully, I'm not sure whose computer it was that I hacked. I only tried to get the data feed. I didn't really poke around to try to see who owned the network. Well, it's the owner of that network. 
Well, my my deepest apologies, but I had to get that data. That's fine. And I mean, if she didn't secure her network, it's basically like leaving the door open. Well, she's interested in sharing information regarding the Zerg research. So I can give you her number if she can have yours. Mm. That's the deal she's willing to make is two-way communication. Give me a negotiation check, a purple and a red. All right, well, the story's not going in the direction I wanted it to go. What you got? I have three advantages, but I have failure with despair. And you were trying to work out a... I was simply trying to get them to talk to each other without me having to play operator. I think what you communicate to him is that she has a lot more research that he might be very interested in. I encourage him to go hack more of her systems. I think that is actually what happens. You have advantages. I think you realize you've, you've probably said the wrong thing. Well, she hardened her networks overnight, so it may not be as easy as he thinks. She did. And yeah, he, he doesn't necessarily know that. He says, uh, I think that might be a little bit risky. Uh, I don't know this person. I've been doing well on my own. I, I'll be honest, I think I have all the things I need uh, to do what I have to do. It's just that's uh, an unnecessary risk for me right now. And uh, what are you up to right now? Well, if you have everything you need, then you don't need any of these new Zerg that I've collected samples of. <laughs> just for you. Uh, you are correct. I have no need for... And he's like, he pauses for a second as though he's thinking or looking at something, maybe. You, you keep... Or reviewing the logs. You only hear audio. Yeah, reviewing the logs. What is he... What would he say? You're calling from a certain science vessel, aren't you? <laughs> you just hang up? It's compared to not a certain science vessel. Well, he's I got mean, a tracker. I, he's <laughs> got a tracker. Yeah. And I know he's hacked into various systems on Marsara, and if he hacked Legion's network, then he knew what she knew about a science vessel being here. That is very true. But I don't like his coercive tone, so... That's your call? I'm going to be mean to him. Hmm. <laughs> You're here stupid. <laughs> tell him he's dumb. No, I'm going to tell him to quit pretending to be coy with me. I'm not calling to play games. I know you've got a tracker. We're all on the same side here of not wanting to be killed by Zerg. Yeah, you know secrets about me. I know secrets about you. This game playing is, is not is not going to progress anything. If he wants to work on his own, fine. I'll throw away this comm and we'll be done. I don't need him, is what I say. Which, you know, maybe that's communicating things that I shouldn't. Because when I talked to him, you know, like a week ago, I was interested in... in Getting some lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this point, I'm like, I don't need you. I can throw away this comm. We can be done. And you can go off on your own. So either play nice or play by yourself. Okay. Uh, you've got a coercion check then. And I'll say this is, I'm spending a point two reds and a purple. I collected samples for you. And this is hitting a point on him, so this is a black die as well. Wow, man, I said something extra to offend him. But I have a knack for it. <laughs> you have a knack for coercion, too. Dang. My knacks cover charm, coercion, and deception. Ah. Imogen is a nice person, but she doesn't... Tell she's not. She doesn't take shit from people. And her accent's kind of cute, so... Yeah. Mm. All right, I guess I'm destroying this comp. <laughs> all right what happens a failure with one advantage i feel better about it but our relationship is broken <laughs> you do feel better about it you say like i don't need you anymore he says uh have it your way i work best alone you helped me uh get what i needed farewell uh, if you want to narratively crush the calm you, you absolutely can smash it i put the soldering iron through it <laughs> oh you send some angry feedback through to him I'll say you, you get that much, and it feels good to you. I'm not trying to, like, drag fingernails across the chalkboard. You know, you got upset, 
No, you feel better. he's just, people are mean. I don't just mean Imogen. I mean, you try to work with them and uh, it's like Lee June said, the only person who has your best interests at heart is yourself. See, at least the Protoss guy is up front that he's a jerk. Yeah. Yep. Saturn iron through the comm. This thing's not going to send any more messages. Yep. I feel like the Protoss is more like less of a jerk than he claims he is. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a front yeah. and a jerk. He's like, because I'm a jerk, but here's a free gauntlet. I only did it to spite someone else. I still hate your guts. Yeah, my friend. But here you go. Powerful thing that'll eat your arm, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of that conversation. Lily, there is a Zerg still approaching. Okay. What do you do? Well, if it's not in short... It reaches short range. I don't know. Some sort of stingray shape? Vaguely, yeah. It's got kind of like a little tail. It's got kind of like wing-like things. But it's got two little arms with like grabber claws. Kind of like a, like a crab or, or a lobster. Is it carrying anything? It is actually carrying... No, make a perception check. Two purples. One success, one triumph, two threats. You recognize it is actually carrying like a biological package of like Vespane gas. So your success is like Zerg use Vespane. Like a bladder? Like a bladder of Vespane. Like you see a small puff pop out of it and really like you have a triumph. That's fuel for this science vessel. Okay. You know enough about Zerg, this bladder of Vespane gas, like that's equivalent to a barrel. So like you could use that in a relatively straightforward way. It's gross, but... Does it seem like it's making a delivery? You're not sure what its behavior is, Lily? I mean, you made your no- you tried your knowledge drug check. Yeah, I know if I shoot it, the Vespane will probably blow. Yeah, if you shot the... Uh... I would upgrade the difficulty to shoot this Zerg. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to shoot it. But I know that if I did, the best Bane would kind of... I mean, you could, like, take a knife to him if you wanted to run up to him. Yeah, so actually, I kind of want to see what he's going to do. But I don't know how dangerous he is. Yeah, you're not sure what kind of Zerg this is. Well, he might be controlled, so I will pull my knife. Okay, you don't see a uh, an implant, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, if I recognize it as fuel for the ship and that might be something we're trying to fly then i am not going to shoot him but i will pull my knife and i'm gonna see what he does i will say he is getting relatively close to you Mm -hmm. but he is not like charging right at you it seems like he's going past the science vessel a little bit oh he's just going by that's what it seems like okay i will continue to watch him because i could still shoot him (laughs) from behind and blow him up i will say what does he do you just are like following him or you're just staying where you are and watching him? As far as I can see him. Yeah, I'll probably follow him if I can't see him if he goes past. It might not matter if he just keeps going. Yeah, he like pauses briefly as he like sees your vessel and he kind of like redirects slightly, like turns to the right to go away from your ship more. Okay. But he, he definitely does not engage, but he does have that packet of Vespane. He's basically carrying a barrel of Vespane. That could be useful. Could be useful. All right. I'm going to attack him. Okay. You going to like run up and try to knife him or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you and you're going after Zerg with knives. This is Me crazy. and my recklessness. This is what, I, otherwise I would have been like, we should follow him and see where he's going with all that gas. No. Imogen's in the middle of yelling at Neiman on the phone and you're like taking a knife to a Zerg. I'm like, Vespane, we could use that. <laughs> I just imagine that Lily like has the knife out, like runs, like jumps to stab this creature. Give me a coordination check, two purples, just to be able to catch him. Like, he already knows you're there. (laughs) I'm still, like, going... I'm still freaked out about the thing in my neck, even though I'm pretty sure I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a key fob. That's all. 
One success, one advantage. You are able to get up to him without him getting away, so you can make your attack. Okay, so then it's going to be a brawl, and then can I use the advantage? It's going to be a melee with a knife. The advantage can give you one blue die, yes. Okay, yeah, I'll do that instead of the strain. Do we have story points? You have three story points. You have all the story points. Yeah, I would like to use a story point to upgrade one of my greens. I would like to buy a Val to compensate for some of this other random stuff I got going on. Yeah. I am amped up, but also a little freaked out. Yeah. Three successes, three advantages. The damage on it is plus one. My brawn is three. Okay, so that's seven total. Yeah. I'll say with the advantages, that is enough to stab this poor creature dead. Okay. You have to get it a couple times. It doesn't really try to fight back. It tries to run away, but it is not fast enough. Okay. Then and you got the knife right there, so samples. Yeah, I'll take a sample of okay. unknown... Unknown Zerg carrying bladder of Vespang. Zerg delivery guy. Delivery Zerg. So jar of delivery Zerg sample. This is why everybody thinks I'm a scientist. Yeah. Imogen pretends like she is, and we both collect samples. Just an action scientist. <laughs> like an, I was like thinking if I had a p camera, I could take a picture of it. Yeah. With a selfie. What do I need to do with this Vespane? Because it's obviously there was a puff to it. I guess I hold it real tight. It works essentially like a barrel. It probably has about as much. It's a little bit compressed. You can carry it. It's all gross. Uh, that's not a problem for you. You just need to get it back to the ship and like figure out how to connect the fuel to it. So I would say that's a, if you want to try that, that'd be a average mechanics check. If I know where it goes. Now I'll probably check with Imogen. Right now I'm just going to try to carry it back without losing any more of the Vespane. Because obviously it was leaking if I could tell that it was Vespane. Yeah, just a little bit. Like it's got to let off steam every now and then. I will take it up, but maybe not into the ship if it's... Yeah, you're coming back to the ship just as Imogen is finishing her phone call, we'll say. Imogen slides down off the roof and she's going to make a cool check. Yeah, sounds like a two purple pool check. Well, I guess it's whatever Lily's perception is. Uh, her vigilance, we'll say. My vigilance is a yellow and a green. Red and a purple. I succeed, but two threats. So you, you control yourself, but it's just frustrating. Why won't people just work together? So Imogen uh, coolly approaches what she got there. Vespine gas. And I hold out the bladder to her. It looks gross. For the ship. Make a two purple knowledge zerg check, Imogen. I do not have knowledge of Zerg. I'm not a Zerg researcher. One threat. It looks gross. Zerg, did they make this thing? I have no idea. I say, I don't know. But we can uh, put it in the ship. And it's kind of like, okay, you carry that along. Like, she doesn't want to touch it. And mechanics check to, like, figure out how to siphon this stuff off. Yeah. I mean, just take a hose. They're going to, like, suck some out. And then, what? No, you don't want to do that? We didn't say it's tetrazine. Yeah, a terrazine. Yeah, if it was terrazine. Oh, terrazine. Image would be all over that. Give me that. I don't know. I thought I had like a tetra ring or something. <laughs> uh, just a two purple mechanics check. Does the toolkit help here? Yeah, the toolkit will help you like connect things with hoses and whatnot. So Three successes. Okay. Squeeze. You now check. You have the fuel for the ship to move around certainly anywhere on this planet, you think. I basically just mugged and killed a zerg. Yeah, that is what happened. And I got a sample. <laughs> it is a war, but I guess they're kind of monsters, so it's sort of okay. I don't know. But that was kind of a Zerg civilian. I don't really, I'm not worried about it. Delivery boy Zerg. I felt bad re-listening to last week and being like, oh my goodness, I just murdered that brood mother thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you 100% did. Injure the poor, injured brood mother. Oh man, we're turning into murder hobos. I mean, you have a house now, right? No? You just have a van down by the river? 
Caravan. I Lily's still not at the point where she thinks of killing Zerg as murder. Yeah, certainly most people do not consider Zerg people in any sense. The problem was that the other one talked to us. You know, the talks, it's a person. Yeah, that is a... Uh... But so did the Queen of Blades and that holy crap. I mean, if people could kill the Queen of Blades, they would. It's just no one's capable of it. Well, the broodmother was like, you, this is our swarm, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, she was a little antagonistic. I'm not saying it. You know what? Imogen, maybe she will humanize us. Anyway, I mugged this guy. I took a sample. I basically attacked pizza delivery guy, <laughs> took his pizza, took a sample. And we squeezed the bladder into the ship. Yep, you managed to get your fuel tanks, not nearly to full, but like you're at like a proper quarter tank now. Nice. At this point... So what is this bladder thing? It's like... It seems to be a way to the Zerg have to like contain Vespane gas, to like transport it, just like a barrel. But it's really gross. I mean, it's organic. Bladder is definitely the right word for it. I put it towards Snowball. Does he care about it at all? Does he want to eat it or anything? Uh, no, he definitely doesn't want to eat it. Okay, I don't know that we need this thing, because it, it is kind of gross. Seems to be gross and Imogen out. Well, we can give it to Lee. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll put it in a, in a sample jar. You like, you have to cram it into a jar. It's like a big uh, a big thing. Stuff it in my bag. Your bag is leaking with this giant bladder. Yeah, I'll just r roll it. In no, we can just put it on the ship. We're going to be flying this thing. <laughs> it's a society now. You're going to be flying it. Yeah, I just like throw it and it sticks to the wall. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, we haven't really gotten to the point where we're flying it yet. But yes. We but you did cram Old Red inside. You did cram Old Red inside, so presumably you're going to fly it. I did disassemble Old Red. Well, part of it. Or no, I say... I say I kind of took him apart. You didn't get too far, so it'll be fine. Yeah, you actually could drive it in the state that Old Red is in right now. If we were just back outside, you'd just be missing, you know, critical components, like a seatbelt. That's how bad I am at the mechanics is I disassembled it, but I didn't even take it apart enough that it doesn't go. It still works. Go. At this point, I will need two D100 rolls to find out what is the condition of this science vessel. So why don't each of you roll one of them? I will say that, Lily, why don't you roll two? Roll yours first. 89. Oh, no. Is that not good? I mean, there's worse things. A high number. Uh, so please note down your ship has one hard, uh, level three critical injury. Weapons are damaged. The weapons are non-functional on this ship. We have a ship is what I just heard. That is what you heard. Our ship, I'm going to have to, somebody's, I think Imogen's going to have to name it because she's a scientist. Are you taking charge of recording the information on the ship? or do you Yeah, because uh, I have all the encumbrance. I'll just write down the ship. <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. Lily just carries the science vessel. So you said no no weapons. The weapons are totally offline. Okay, weapons are offline. Imogen, why don't you roll and add 10? Add 10? Yep, it's a second crit. Yeah, but it's not good. Tell me the number. Are you using Genesis rolls or Star Wars? I'm using Genesis rolls okay. of the vehicle table. 111. Oh, you're going to love this. The brakes are damaged. Okay, that's way better than 111 on the Star Wars table. What's 111 on the Star Wars table? Engines down. No, I don't want that. No, the brakes are damaged. What happens to that? So every time we land, we'll be coming in hot? Yeah, in fact, that seems to be what the problem... That happened before this ship landed, quote-unquote. But these are both level 3 crits, aren't they? They are both level 3 crits. Do we know they're damaged, or is this just... Yeah, you've been you've evaluated enough now. You can see... You've taken the time to look at it. Yes. You know what? When Imogen says the brakes are damaged, Lily says, likely story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll say, mechanically, that's going to make any time you have to land this ship, there's an extra black die until you get that fixed. Fortunately, piloting is all based on agility. Yes. 
that is not so bad. At least one of us is good at something that might have to do with piloting. <laughs> this ship has no offensive capabilities at all right now. Okay. Good news are your sensors work. There's going to be some generic repairs that you'll have to do. I don't know if you want to try to attempt some of those here or just try to get this, get it in the air. I don't want to try to fix any of the crits here. If there's just system strain to take care of before we go, like I could make a mechanics check, but I know that I don't have one necessarily all the skill, but two, I, I just have whatever tools this one mechanic -y person had. And like those will still give you the blue die, but like those aren't the right scale tools for fixing a whole starship. So if there's just patching to do, I can do that, but I'm not going to try to fix the brakes. Yeah, why don't you give me a... Uh three purple mechanics check. Uh, you're not going to make it worse. Not going to make it better either. Failure. Failure, two advantages. I mean, you put some duct tape over some areas, but there's you don't think there's a lot you can do here. You're just going to have to try like turning the engine on system on full and hoping that it, the fuel you got is enough to get you where you want to go. Why do I feel like that toolkit is just basically three encumbrance worth of duct tape? Because it's four encumbrance. <laughs> yeah. And a screwdriver. Yeah. All right. Do you guys want to attempt liftoff? Do you want to fire this thing up? Yeah. All right. Do you want to name her first? Because the ships are she's. I shouldn't be thinking this hard about it. You named Old Red so easily. <laughs> I did back into it, I'll be honest. I was like, we need to name it Old Red. This one's going to be named Saffron. Saffron. I like it. Saffron. It's mad about me. Most expensive spice per pound. All the money we're going to dump into the ship. <laughs> that we don't have. All right, let's try to fire up Saffron, see if she's Atmo-worthy. I will need a two purple mechanics check to get things going. Flick the engines on in the right sequence. I am using one of these story points that I am sliding over myself. Okay. So that I can get a third die. Ah, very nice. You have two ranks in mechanics. Yeah, that's what I did with my XP last time. Ooh, expensive. Bad news, folks. Bad news. Failure with two advantages. So it is, the problem is it is a rocky, rocky process here. Not all of the systems are online. It's like you've got two of three basic engines. Uh, so your piloting check will be increased in difficulty. Okay. But the systems that are online are actually working well, so you get a blue die. So this will be three purple plus a blue die for your pilot. Am I going to have to make another check when we crash? When you land, yes. Yeah, okay, so maybe I should wait until to use... Wait, how many story points do we have? Right now you have one, I think. Well, then I'll wait because I have four green dice. So hopefully that'll be enough for us to maybe crash it here. Two successes. Okay. The whole ship is a little bit tilted because one of the engines is not currently running. But the other two, you're able to push it up. So it causes the whole ship to kind of be at a tilt as it goes up. It's flying. The whole ship itself is like mainly a sphere, but it's got three primary engines at 120 degrees. Those three entrances, they love threes on these things. Just lifting up your ship and finally reaches a like stable, you're like, I don't know, you're 100 feet off the ground or 1,000 feet off the ground, whatever nominal atmosphere distance you want to be. And literally, you're able to get control of it. It is a little bit difficult to use, mm -hmm. but you think you have reasonable control. I was going to ask if it has seatbelts, but it doesn't have seats. There are no seats on the ship. Uh, make a two purple knowledge Terran check. Try to figure this out. They don't have legs? Is it a Zerg ship? Success with two advantages. You see a lot of straps and tubes and wires coming down from the ceiling. You suspect that the pilots are supposed to be suspended as they're doing this, and there's literally things attached to them. I thought you were going to say that there's actually like no gravity and it's supposed to be operated in zero G. Uh, the, the gravity system apparently works. So how does that work? It's still on a planet. Yeah, you're so. on a planet, so it's not a problem right now. 
Yes, supposed to be operating in zero G. That would make sense. Okay, your ship is flying in the air. You have finished an encounter, so your fear problem is over. Your stim is over. All right. Apparently, I f- it feels good driving. So there was a medic room and an engineer room. So where's Lily going to sleep? Because both the bedrooms seem to belong to Imogen. <laughs> they don't. They didn't have a room with just weapons. No armory. Nope. Weapons are weapons are damaged, right? No weapons whatsoever. I was gonna sleep outside with old, old red. red. <laughs> <laughs> you know my priorities. Wait, how long are, is it gonna take us to fly this thing? To get to Lee June's place? Yeah. It's only like thirty miles. Yeah. So. But we're not putting it down like right at her house. How far from her place do you take it? <sighs> Well, was there a good place on the map to set down? I mean, is it like a mile or is it like, you know, like 500 meters? Well, we have Old Red and we have fuel for Old Red that we found in the ship. So maybe put down like five miles away and then take Old Red to her place. Okay. Because I don't want to jeopardize. I haven't figured out how to stop it from sending data packets yet. I don't want it parked at her house. Sending pictures of her compound to somebody. That would be, that could be troublesome. Well, are there any places we know are, are kind of safe? Like we were there, but there was no Zerg? Where you met Rainer, there was not any Zerg. That was just kind of generic wasteland. Yeah, and that was a few miles southwest of Legion's place. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that spot then? Yeah, that sounds fine. It's actually the super highway of the wastelands, but <laughs> we'll get a ticket by parking there. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Whatever you think, I'll... I'll I'll crash there. I'll crash there, yeah. Seems to be what pilots do. That is what pilots do. All right, so you're flying over the uh, scenery. You can see some of the abandoned structures that you uh, had left behind. You see a few Zerg colonies. What else is going on here? Ah, and as you're flying, give me two purple vigilance checks. Do we get anything for the fact that this has an extensive sensor suite? Give me an easy computers check first. Ah. <laughs> Until you get familiar with the system. Two successes. Yes, you will get an upgrade to vigilance check. Imogen. Lily, you can also make vigilance, but you don't get the upgrade because you're kind of focused on piloting. Success with advantage. Two successes, a triumph, and two threats. Apparently I rolled everything you can on these dice. Both of you notice, off in the distance, you see a flying zerg. One of the guys, it's in like a weird C shape, but it's got wings. It's got an angry looking mouth. It is flying in your general direction. Is it a mutilisk? It is a mutilisk. I will not make you make a knowledge search check. We do not have weapons. You have zero weapon systems. Can we open a door and shoot a gun out? I mean, that requires getting rather close as far as the mutilisk is concerned. Okay. I wasn't sure what the range of a mutilisk's, what kind of attacks they have, or if they just cling onto ships, or... They can definitely, they have a ranged attack. That's on ship scale? It's not on ship scale, I would say, but it can definitely cause damage to ships. I will say your ship particularly is not heavily armored. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. We're just going to have to land this thing and... Can you lose him? I can try. This sounds like an opposed piloting. Uh, Well, pilot versus his whatever. Can I use the triumph first? Oh, but that was just a hit. You can absolutely apply that to upgrade it. Okay. (laughs) Imogen, how are you going to assist? I have the sensors I've been running. Yep. If I could detect a cloud bank or something that we can go into or like, you know, like a, I feel like a cloud would be a safer thing than trying to do like a canyon run type thing. I like that. Uh, there are definitely canyons around. You could fly low if you wanted. But I'd rather try to lose it up in the air. Okay. That is definitely worth the blue die. Okay. And then how hard is it? A red and a purple. You have bad breaks, which makes maneuvering difficult right now. 
And I can apply the triumph to upgrade one? Yes, and you get a blue from Imogen. Identifying some clouds, you can lose them in. All right, good luck to us. Come on, Saffron. Three successes! The Mutalist gives chase. You don't have net threats, correct? Just successes? All I had was three successes. You managed to lose him in the clouds. Okay, good. You get in there, he goes in there, you double back real quick, and you have broken some good long distance. And your sensors tell you that he continues off in the one a particular direction. Ooh. And you continue flying. You can see some of the, the water, there's the rivers that are closer to the city. The city's still a ways off, but you are getting a bit closer. And you arrive at the place where you need to land. This is going to be a two purple pilot check, plus that black die. To crash this thing? To crash the science vessel, that is correct. And I have no blues at this point. You have two story points available. Yeah, I was thinking I'd use a story point to upgrade. One success, one threat. Your science vessel takes one system strain. Okay. I'm saying it has a cap of six system strain, not a lot. Just slightly better than the vulture bike. Slightly better. It's not designed to take the knocks at all. So you're saying, but I didn't crash it? You did not crash it. It is a little bit rough, and the thing is still tilted. That one engine is still not working. You know what? I just, just I really have no respect for pilots now. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I can land this thing. My, my last shred of respect for pilots is gone. Damn pilots. You have successfully landed your ship? Are the sensors that we use to monitor the exterior during the flight, are those the same sensors that are tied into the security cams that could be sending packages of information back? Yes, they are. All right. Good. Maybe they can show how to land a spaceship back to the pilots. All right. We need to reassemble old red outside this ship. Yeah, so I will need a athletics check to squeeze it back out. Can I make a mechanics check first? Oh, uh, sure. You want to try to disassemble a little bit more? Yes. Okay. Uh, two purple mechanics check. Failure. You know, this just uses like a different set of wrenches than what you have. And like you could try to force doing that, but you might strip all the, the screws. Plus, it's sat in the waste for who knows how long. And a lot of the nuts and bolts are just like rusted together. You know what we need? We need just to, We need to give him... We need to give him a big shove. All right, old Red. Let's give him a good old push. Uh, sounds like a two purple athletics check. Ah, why am I failing so bad with the dice? You guys are doing so well earlier. Triumphs on all sides. Hey, we landed a spaceship. We took a spaceship, fixed it up, and enough that it flew over here. I think that's a success. Now we have a spaceship and a vulture bike. Every time we go in the waste, we come back with some equipment. It's a great place to salvage if you can deal with the Zerg. That's true. I mean, the Zerg aren't a big deal. Just give Lily a knife and set her loose. Oh, wait, I can reroll it because it's athletic. It is athletics. Once per session. I'm going to try. <sighs> you think about it for a second. Oh, two successes, one advantage. There you go. Turn it on its side. Use my legs. You're a natural at this. <laughs> Lift your legs. Lift with your legs. <laughs> you managed to get it out. I'll heal the strain because I feel good about how well this is going. Yeah. And I stated earlier, the bike technically can run without it for their adjustments. It's just missing critical components. Well, not critical. Missing, you know, optional components. All right. It can run. Can it break? <laughs> It'd be funny if I crashed that, but not the ship. Yeah. Or you could make an easy mechanics check to put those things back on. Did Snowball evidence any sort of familiarity with his environment while we've been flying around in this spaceship? I will say Snowball's behavior was... Standard. Just pretty much standard attention. He wasn't like getting into things as far as you could tell. He's SSI, standard Snowball issue. 
standard snowball issue. Yeah. Yeah, he was making some, like, patrol rounds occasionally, <laughs> uh, but he was not particularly active on the ship. Do you want to fully reassemble the bike or just deal with it and hope you don't crash? Oh, yeah, he was saying it was an easy mechanics check if you want to yeah. try to put the pieces on that I pulled off. I mean, but you'll have to do something to get them back in later. But Well, I'm not worried about us having to get out of here in a hurry from this location. Good to know. <laughs> I am going to assemble the pieces back on that Lily took off. Okay. Four successes and one threat. It's the mirrors. <laughs> yeah, you take a little bit of strain, but you eventually get those pieces back together. The mirrors, the seat. Better me than Old Red. Yeah. Your vulture bike is fully assembled and not making any weird click noises. And still leaking some juice, but you have plenty of that. All right, but we, we don't want to waste it. You want to use some more of that duct tape? Yeah, I was going to say, I've got all this new duct tape. I'll just apply it another layer. You want to do that here? Or do you want to like do that at a proper workshop? Oh, this is just a narrative duct tape. You slap a piece of duct tape on it. It looks fine. <laughs> it's a narrative duct tape. Special narrative duct tape it has no effect whatsoever, but it feels good. <laughs> and you can see it. Yeah. I'm waiting until I get to a proper workshop to deal with that tank. Yes. Okay. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.